Welcome to the Rural Revival Podcast. I'm your host, Dana Larson. This week, we're bringing you a very insightful interview from Jamie England, owner of The Marketplace in Manning, Iowa. From physical therapist to home store and coffee shop owner, Jamie's telling the story behind what motivated her to take on the biggest storefront on Main Street in Manning, Iowa. And it just so happens that this week they're celebrating their three-year anniversary. You'll love hearing her story and what she shares about all the great things happening in her small town of just 1,500 people. So here we go with Jamie England. Today we're coming at you from the marketplace here on Main Street in Manning, Iowa with Jamie England. Let's have you start out and tell us a little bit about your story and what led you here with the marketplace here on Main Street in downtown Manning. All right. So I I was born here, born and raised in Manning, graduated from high school, went on to school at Iowa State, and I originally uh, did start Iowa State by getting accepted into the interior design program. But after the year of prereqs and I had just started the actual program, uh, I actually got deployed with the National Guard. And so I got deployed to overseas. And while I was had my year and a half to think, I was like, what am I doing? I can't draw. I really didn't enjoy sitting at a desk. I wasn't really too far into the program. So um, actually, I just had a big change of heart and a big change of plans because I had a lot of time to look and actually research more. Uh, while I was deployed and decided that I wanted to switch more to exercise science, pre-physical therapy, did a lot of job shadowing when I came back and switched majors. Um, I knew I really liked Iowa State, and so I wanted to stay there, and I could switch majors within um, within Iowa State. So switched to kinesiology and health, uh, which was a totally different ballgame, but I just felt like it was, you know, God's way of telling me, like, I needed to do something different. So, I mean, I was like skipping to school every day. It was pretty ridiculous. Like I really loved my classes and ended up getting into physical therapy school at Des Moines University, which was nice and close to Ames and loved physical therapy school, graduated and worked around the Des Moines and Ankeny area, which is where we lived at the time for about four years. And my husband worked in West Des Moines. Uh, We really, really loved Ankeny and loved, I had a good group of friends. Um, I loved my job, my coworkers there. But we knew we had always wanted to move back home um, to the Manning area. My husband's from nearby, but there's a lot of younger families that moved back here. A lot of our friends and a lot of them um, that had started families. So, um, you know, we knew we wanted to and we really didn't have a timeline except that we already had two kids and and would like to have, you know, our plan was to have them in school back here, I guess. So um, knowing that, but not really a good timeline, um, We had, I had started getting an idea of like, well, when we move back, what would we miss about the Des Moines area? What doesn't Manning have that it would be really cool if it did? And I started developing this idea of like, we had this big empty storefront, which is our store now. Um, The biggest storefront on on Main Street had been empty for a couple years. And we'd had another little store in town that was like a little cafe and coffee. And she had just a little bit of home decor and like baby gifts um, and purses. I don't think there was any clothes. But it had gone well, and it was always nice to eat there when we came home. And so that had kind of sparked, like, well, you know, maybe something like that on a bigger scale and add more things to it since it's such a big place. Maybe that could work. And I was actually in a uh, continuing education class for physical therapy with my other friend um, who had the same idea. I don't know how we got talking about it, but it was like, hey, maybe this and this and this could go in. 
um, this storefront. And so we apparently other people back here were, you know, thinking the same thing, like something really needed to go in this big storefront, but maybe it would have to be a couple different things. And so I started talking to, you know, different people and some people were on, on board with, oh yeah, that'd be a great idea. And the original thing is I did not plan on myself doing it. I just wanted someone to do it. And that's what everybody wanted someone else to do it. Yeah. You know? Nobody <laughs> wanted to put in the money or the time or the effort or so, um, the three of us, anyway, one of them um, that was kind of wanting to do a clothes shop too, or at least like put clothes in somewhere. And another gal that she was kind of hoping like her mother-in-law would do the cafe portion of it or something um, bakery wise. So we had um, all met up and just met in the space. And really once I crawled in the ceiling was like my turning point of, um, I saw the corrugated metal roof deck and big metal trusses. And I've always loved the industrial style. So I was, that really kind of helped solidify like what it could be, I guess. I just started to get a vision and I literally couldn't sleep for a couple nights. It's <laughs> like writing everything I could think of. And like I said, that just, it just started to develop in my mind, like what it could be. And I could kind of start picturing maybe what it could be. And nobody, everybody else thought I was crazy. And again, I was not really planning on me doing it, but I had started coming up with all these ideas and writing them up and had made calls just to find out, you know, what the lease would be and, and different numbers, I guess. So, uh, because of that, and in a small town, once you ask one person, then everybody knows, you know, or a lot of people know already, like you're interested. And so they will rope you in any way they can. (laughs) So we had, um, after that, then I had found out about, um, Manning as a main street program and that there was a big challenge grant available for renovation of a building. And so, that was really what sparked because we had written for it and then we we were granted the money. Well, of course, if we're granted the money, that pretty much means we're doing it. So <laughs> once we got that, that was in the fall of 2014. And literally, I mean, I had made my first phone call to find out about it in May of 2014. So it all came up pretty quickly. Um, and so then by that fall, we were like, well, I guess we're moving back home. Let's start right away in January. Um, things just really catapulted from there. Um and the speed of which it happened. So, yeah. So tell us about this space and the history of this building then that you decided on. So the building is, like I said, the biggest storefront on Manning's main street anyway. And over the course of time, it had been, um, the basement had been a grocery store, a couple different grocery stores, I believe. It was a two level department store for quite a few years, which I was really pretty impressed with because Manning's always been a town of about 1500 people. So way back in the 50s and 60s, I believe, uh, maybe into the 70s even, it was a two-level department store, which it's been blocked off from the basement now. But um, then it was, uh, I think, a consignment store, like a closed consignment store and um, a variety store, kind of a hometown variety. Duckwall's Elko store um, had been for about 15 or 20 years before it went empty, and then we took it over. So yeah. Did you have that in mind when you were thinking about what could go in this space? Was it like maybe some of those things that used to be in here we could bring back in a new way? Um, well, all I really had remembered was the variety store, but it was really, it was kind of like your little hometown Walmart. It was, you know, nail polish and maybe some yarn and like canned foods, but I, I knew what I wanted it not to be. And it was pretty much everything that it used to be. And partly, um, you know, my big thing about the renovation was I knew I couldn't just paint the walls and do something with the carpet or, you know, clean the carpet. And especially the ceiling after seeing the roof deck, I just, I knew that the 11 foot drop ceiling 
and it wasn't even really just drop ceiling. There was a lot of work for that to come out, but that was, I just wanted to open and I wanted to create an environment and make it just a really impressive place to be. And, and all of this, then it would create a good setting, I guess, for everything, anything that I put in it. So, um, you know, as I had been developing ideas and I had decided that the bakery or the cafe, I guess, wouldn't necessarily work out because it would be really hard to define food from the clothes and the smell and different owners of who cleans up what. So I'm kind of glad that that didn't end up uh, panning out um, because then we decided, I decided on the coffee shop and that I could probably could manage the coffee shop and that would bring in a different customer base and, uh, you know, it's a consumable so I could get people in here often. Um, so people that aren't necessarily just shopping or maybe then they shop while they're looking or waiting for a drink. So I knew that, I guess I've always, I still have a love for like home, not just home decor, but like, I guess I always wanted to design my own house, which is really what sparked me going to interior design school. And, you know, that was part of me thinking like, I don't really need to go to school just for that. Like I can end up designing my own house, not just picking colors and all that, but like the space and the function and the, you know, actual floor plan and things like that. Um, so once I kind of decided like what would all go, it was partly customer discovery of like finding out what, what doesn't Manning have and what's it lacking in retail and what are we all as people living here or potential people living here, what do you have to drive to the city to get, you know, and it was anything women's clothes. It was, there's, there was a little, um, like our pharmacy sells a little bit of home decor, but again, I could tell there was more potential from that other store that had been here, um, and knowing that even just another option for food or drink would probably go well based off of that place um, that had previously been open. So um, it was it was fun to then in my head try to figure out how to fit it all into big one one big open space and still make it feel like it's all supposed to fit, I guess. But that's where I like the design challenge part of it and and trying to keep, you know, we, I wanted all the like coffee bar to be really low and open so that it was all exposed and and didn't feel like it was closed off at all, that it was just a natural part of it. Love it. And just for context for people, like what is the nearest city? How far is, is it Omaha? Omaha and Des Moines uh, are both about 80 miles away. So you're talking a good hour and 15 hour and hour minute or hour and a half to get to any city, even Fort Dodge is a couple hours. So, um, you know, our nearest like Walmart is a half hour away. Um, So, so yeah, there was, you could fill a space and hopefully in the local business for that. Well, you did such a great job with the remodel of this building that you actually won Best Interior Rehabilitation from the Main Street Iowa organization. So congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, that was quite an honor. It was a statewide um, award. So we were going up against uh, even stories in Dubuque and Des Moines and the bigger cities. So that was really, that was really an honor. It was pretty cool to get recognized for that. And it also helped draw in then more people just from um, that are part of those, the main street program statewide. So awesome. So how did you start to decide then on, you kind of had this general idea of what you wanted to sell here, but what was that process like trying to figure out, okay, we want a coffee shop and we want some clothes and what else? Yeah. So, uh, I Googled how to start a coffee shop and that is where, that is where I started. I love that. Um, and then from there I found a resource or two in Des Moines that sold espresso machines and I didn't even end up going with them, but, um, ended up talking, finding a couple stores that I thought were pretty cool or that the main street program had recommended. They had a lot of resources of people, um, you know, helping or to point you in a certain direction. Um, so I, 
I'd kind of gone across the state so that it wasn't anything nearby to feel like it was competing um, to kind of get an idea of like, how do you even, where do you find merchandise? You know, and, and everybody kind of pointed to market, which is nice because I didn't want, I don't want what Nextdoor has. I don't want to know their companies. I might want to know them so that I don't order from them, but I want to find new stuff, um, you know, different things than what you can find anywhere around the area if I can. So that was um, the the one gal, you know, pointed me to a couple different, like the big markets in Dallas and Atlanta and Vegas. Um, so I really started there. And then you just walk around and you find anything you like and, and at least try to get some reputable companies to, I do almost all my ordering online because um, I find it's a lot easier and I don't spend as much because I can window shop a little bit more. Um, and then I had contacted my friend and she did the same thing. I think she went to a market to start ordering, you know, to find companies for clothes. So, and we, we order, you know, some of that stuff too. And it's just market is a good way to find a lot of new companies because you don't really know what you're searching for online or if it's legit. So that was, um, that was our first starting point, but then representatives for different companies start finding you as well. <laughs> so we found some good companies that way just by them introducing new lines. So awesome. And then how did you develop the coffee shop? Because it's great. You would never know that that started from a Google search. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, and I, I'm kind of a dork in that I always, I like to learn new stuff and I guess I pay attention to detail. So that helped. I mean, I went to, you know, a couple of different coffee shops and really I wanted to find a local source for coffee and there's a roastery in Sioux city and coffee king and they have done awesome they did awesome for training we had gotten our equipment through them so they trained us you know helped set it up trained us specifically on our equipment um kind of fun because they do have a couple different people that have worked um you know in the industry so you get a i mean you can make it how many different ways but we just started since i was mostly by myself i just kind of figured out what i liked best and then you know each of my employees kind of maybe tweaks things here and there i let them come up with some drinks too so that because they might come up with something totally different than what I would. So it's kind of fun that way. That's very fun. So what are some of the fun ways that you try to engage customers when they come in the doors to shop? Uh, one, right by our front door um, are a couple things. And one one thing I thought it was fun to see how many people from all over uh, the state and the um, U.S. visit Manning and even worldwide. So we actually have three maps that have pins and they can pin where they're from. And literally, it's amazing. I mean, we've had people from Australia, New Zealand, all over uh, Africa. There have been many students that have come through on different groups. So it's really fun for them to, you know, see if there's been somebody else from their town, which is actually not infrequent, um, which is amazing to me, all over the U.S. and even from around the world. Uh, so it's kind of fun to see the that, I guess, of good visual of that. And then we have, um, like, you can pick up a little plastic army guy and, um, being a veteran and family that have been in the military and veterans, um, it's important to me. And so there's just a little note that to please take one and set it somewhere where you can remember to pray for the safety of our soldiers. And, and I get, you know, you can carry that through to any other, you know, EMS personnel or anything, but, um, so those are a couple ways and we have a guest book to sign. Um, and we have kind of all of our little area and town happenings, our little calendars and, flyers for all the events right up there. So if people are visiting from town, it's a good way to kind of get a good snapshot of like all the different things that are going on around the area and, and in town. How have you seen things change here since moving back in 2015? So I would say that Manning's Main Street had already been undergoing a really good revitalization, especially with the facades um, years before I moved back, which was awesome because the front of my storefront was already done then with all new windows and 
and really it gave the the look of Main Street from the outside a great look and that really prompted a lot of revitalization projects for the inside or renovation projects. Um, so I would just say ours was even just one more of what was already going on. It was just a very visual one since we're a big store and it was a huge change um, uh, instead of, like I said, just some cosmetic stuff. So that really that really helped, but especially it's fun to see people's faces as they come in because they, they're still expecting the ceiling and, and what it used to look like, maybe just a little bit different and it's totally different. But um, I would say that, you know, growing up, I lived out in the country. I was hardly ever on Main Street, so I don't remember it being very busy. And maybe it wasn't quite as busy then, um, but we get tons of comments from people visiting that, you know, is there something going on? And we're like, no, it's just a Tuesday or, you know. Yeah. Um, so it's it's fun because we, Manning overall is very active and people notice that when they're visiting. So we get, and we just happen to hear a lot of them because they're they're stopping in. So um, it's, it's really pretty nice. Then also I'm on the Main Street uh, program board of directors. So it's kind of fun to have the inside look at how those things happen and, and the grants and, you know, coming up with ideas of what to keep it going and to try to make those things happen. So awesome. And do you find that most of your customers are local or are they coming from out of town? Um, we definitely get both. We get local customers every day, but we get out of town people every day. So I would say, uh, uh, the majority of our shoppers are from out of town, but I think that's just you know, the local people are shopping. There's just not as many of us as there are that are coming from out of town. So, but we market to a good 50 to 60 mile radius, knowing that especially for girls trips, ladies trips, you know, if they're looking for a fun place, it's worth driving to because it's fairly large. You can get a drink, you can eat lunch across the street, you know, you can spend some time in the store and not just, you know, a, a small storefront that you might be done looking in 20 minutes if you're not finding what you're looking for. So. Absolutely. So yeah, once you've got this place finished or close to finished, how did you start to get the word out about it? Because obviously people are hearing about it. Yeah. So we did a variety of things. The first, well, I guess one of the first ways, um, we had started renovation in January and our town was having an all school reunion uh, on Father's Day weekend. And we always, we have a traditional um, Kinderfest, Children's Day um, down in the park every Father's Day weekend. And this is like a hundred and 35 years or something of it going on. So it's everybody comes home for class reunions and everything on this weekend anyway. And plus we were having the all school reunion, which was, you know, then even bigger and having a band and closing down main street. And we're, since we're right on main street, we thought, well, let's get the storefront open. Even, even though the coffee bar wasn't ready, but we were like, we might as well show people the building and we might as well have our stuff out for sale so that they can see because uh, especially when I say that, like we have consigner items mixed in, it's not booths. You can't even usually tell what's a consignment item or not, which was the idea. We want to control the displays and now all the items coming in. So people were very skeptical, especially just even from that word. And so sure. it was fun to show them like we wanted fun, different displays. Um, you know, they had to think of the store differently. And so it was the easiest just to show them. And we had an awesome two days. And I remember we stayed extra hours and opened up the next morning early. And then I think open for a few hours, even on the Sunday, because people kept asking like, you know, we want to come back tomorrow. Can you open up, you know, will you be open? And so we just, we opened extra hours and then I tried to close back up for like a month, but people just were coming in anyway. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, go ahead and shop while I 
keep working and then I'll check you out when you're ready. <laughs> so it was kind of fun because then it, it was, you know, it was supposed to be a temporary opening, but the word was getting out and even people from out of town were kind of starting to stop by and they would see stuff going on and they'd see people in. So they would stop in and I wasn't going to turn anybody away. So then we pretty quickly after we opened the radio, um, you know, sales people had stopped by and I thought, you know, I really wanted to hit the Carroll area. They have a bigger population, a lot more spending dollars than what just our local area can. So I thought it was a good way. Plus, a lot of people around here, just they listen to the radio stations from the local uh, Carroll stations. So we uh, capitalized on that. And, and radio is a little bit more expensive, but I think it has been worth it. I mean, it's and worth reminding people and getting things out. We, we do a lot of Facebook advertising and some on Instagram, but... Not everybody's on social media. Sure, um, a lot of the population or the our target audience is, but not everybody. So, the radio is a good way to get out. Uh, you know, another they can't see it, but at least if you can describe something, it's still a little bit better than a picture, like in a paper. We've found has been more effective um, this way. So, we do our you know a little bit of especially for big events, we'll do some advertising in the papers, and but it's mostly social media and radio and hopefully word of mouth. <laughs> yeah, it seems to be working. Yeah. That must have been the best feeling when you first opened and everyone was just receiving it so well and they wanted more. It was very overwhelming, but in a good way. So it was, it's so nice even, you know, still three, almost three years in to hear people's response when they come in and to get those good responses because it, it did. I mean, I, it was a total risk of quitting my career. <laughs> I'll, you know, something totally different, um, taking out even more loans and, trying to take that risk, I guess, for opening a business, which I had in my head, I never wanted to open a business. So I didn't want all that stress. <laughs> so, but it, I don't know. It just, it just kept, everything kept telling me I should. So. And now are you glad that you did? I definitely am. It's That's fun. So it's, I, I like um, good challenges and I like the creativity, you know, I, to come up with different things and lots of different ideas. And I have awesome employees that help me carry out all those ideas, even when they're a little bit crazy. Awesome. That's the best. Well, how important would you say that it is for young people to be involved with local organizations that support the future of their town? Because I know that's been important for you. So what would you say to other young people? Uh, I mean, I think it is important to get involved. And I think Manning does a good job of getting the young people involved. Uh, I mean, 80% of our Main Street board is uh, my age, so like 30s. So cool. <laughs> and almost all of us have kids. Even the, the only the 20% that don't are, you know, have maybe kids or grandkids. Um, but it's, I mean, it's, it's our future. It's for our kids, a lot of it for ourselves. You know, I just think of like a lot of it when I was thinking of, well, what should I do is because, well, we're moving back home. So what do we want? And obviously if it's something that we want, it's probably what the other people our age around here want also. And unless you're going to have people that not just come up with ideas, but carry them out, uh, which is, more important. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise nothing ever happens. Um, and Manning is good about that because we have a good people. I think, you know, that you have to volunteer at some point, yeah. um, because that is about the only way that things happen. Um, I mean, Kinderfest wouldn't happen if there weren't volunteers, they volunteer to put it together and chamber volunteers, you know, to run things. And I think it's just a lot of the organizations around here are, have a younger and younger population, or at least are getting them involved because it's fresh ideas fresh people to volunteer, but also, you know, we're, we're trying to come up with things that we want to keep us around here and keep us active and keep our kids active and engaged in the community. 
Well, what is it that you love so much about this town and what excites you about the future here? Um, I would say, of course, family and friends, you know, the people are what make it and they're what make all the ideas come to, to life and come up with new ideas and ways to make it better. I mean, we have a second part going in um, with a giant Iowa sculpture and, you know, things that that get people engaged and keep us engaged and keep people wanting to live here and move here or raise their families here. Yeah, that's super important. Did you ever think it was possible to do something like this in a small town, in your small no, town? When like you were I said, <laughs> this idea didn't even come up until like less than a year until we actually did it. Um, I, I guess, you know, I loved going to little towns and, or finding the little stores that, you know, really had character and were fun to visit and, um, you know, that they could do cr- different creative stuff, but it, it's fun to, to see what ideas you can come up with and, and to make them happen. I mean, what's funny is I think probably just cause we're here every day, like it's fun to come up with new ideas and make them happen. And, and they are cool, but you can go to, you know, I guess other places in the city or other small towns and they are really cool too. And it's just something I wouldn't have thought of. So it's, it's still really cool. And I think it becomes more like, just like, oh, it just every day happens, you know, mm-hmm. even though it takes a lot of energy and effort for it to happen. Um, so like I said, thank goodness I have employees that will be on board with that. And, you know, and then it's fun because they get to come up with creative stuff too. And I'm like, yeah, let's find it. Let's make it happen. Figure out how to make it happen, you know, engineering wise or physically happen. And then, and we can just, why, why do we have to be in a city to make it happen? Why do we have to have a degree in it? We, we don't if we can just figure out how to make it happen, we just do it. So I love that. Well, what would you say to someone who's thinking about doing something like you've done, moving back to your hometown and opening a small business? I would say do a lot of research. Um, you know, because Manning was very active, it was easy for me to choose here. I wouldn't have done it in another small town, but it depends on your small town and how active it is. And also the, the people that are there to support it. I mean, we have other Manning Betterment Foundation, who we were purchasing the building from, that gave us good terms to help us get on our feet with it. Um, same thing with our city revolving loan fund. So finding out, and I'll say the SBDC is a good place to start. I did not, and I really hardly used them, except once I was in this venture school. Uh, then they were a huge part of that, and they have a ton of resources. So I think it's doing a lot of research before you actually do anything, because there are different opportunities that you would not know. Um, so talking to even, you know, the people in your city and our, our city and like our main street program and a lot of the entities work really, really closely together and work really well because everybody has kind of that common goal of making Manning better. So yes, it may not be the most ideal for one, or, you know, maybe they'll have to give you better terms to get you to, uh, you know, or to help you out. But, um, at least here they're willing to do that. And that has made a huge difference in a lot of different ways. Um, but I don't, I wouldn't have necessarily known about them all except from talking to one person and he knew, you know, that this was available and this was available and go talk to that person because maybe this is available. And, and so it's really just a lot of that research, um, on opportunities. And then also, like I said, finding different resources for things that I didn't even know where to start. Awesome. Well, how do people follow along with what you've got going on here and keep up? You've mentioned your social media accounts. Yes. If you look up uh, Marketplace Manning on Facebook and Instagram, those are our primary ways. We do have a website, marketplacemanning.com. 
Um, but we definitely keep up on the social media accounts a lot, a lot uh, more frequently and all the updated items um, that we're posting most, most days. So those are the best ways. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for doing this. I really appreciate yeah, it. Thank you for coming. Well, Jamie really has created something special with the marketplace, and I have seen firsthand how this is a place that people will drive to from over an hour away. And you would never know that the coffee and smoothies she serves at the coffee shop started with a Google search. It's so exciting to see how young people are involved in this town and how Jamie is helping lead the way for a bright future for Manning, Iowa. Congratulations to Jamie and the marketplace on three amazing years and many more to come. And all week long, we're featuring the town of Manning, Iowa on our blog and social media pages to help share more of the great things happening here that Jamie mentioned. This town really is setting an example for other towns to follow. So be sure to check out those stories at rollrevival.co. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back here next week with another great story. Have a great day, everybody.